The home of Patriots Monday and Friday. 93.7 WEEI-FM and HD1. Lawrence, Boston. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. Looking for the upset. Here on fourth and one, it's play action. Zappi throws. Touchdown, Henry! On fourth and one, Zappi finds Henry for a 16-yard score. Back here on the Rich Keefe Show with Andy Hart, WEEI. And it is time, Tuesday at 9, for our Positive Patriots segment for... uh, Really all season, I would say we're the only ones doing this. Some games have been a lot more difficult than others. Last week, we were talking about a uh, win. This week, we are not a 10-point loss to the Kansas City Chiefs. But that right there, Hart, a Bailey Zappi fourth down touchdown pass to Hunter Henry will lead us off with our positive Patriots talks. Uh, Hunter Henry, two touchdowns the week before. Touchdown this week, led the team in catches, yards, and that score He's looking. He's been looking pretty good. He, as much as anybody else on the entire roster, has felt a boost after the quarterback change. Yes, even though I think he's proven he can play. It, he, like almost regardless of the quarterback, oh, he's, he's solid, good, solid yeah. player. We actually had this debate this morning, and I don't know how positive negative this is oh, on boy. the six rings. Let's keep it positive. I like Hunter Henry. My problem is, I think he's already a little overpaid, and to keep him, usually. People expect raises, not pay cuts to right. stay. Yeah. And I don't want to overpay from an overpay to keep a guy that I think is just good. And tight solid. end's kind of a flat position around the league. Like, there's yeah. not a lot of stud tight ends. So, if I were him, yeah. I would go somewhere. Like, and you mentioned, money, yeah. like, Kansas City. Go be a second tight end in Kansas City. Yeah. Instead or of Noah Gray guy. Any of these offenses that are already good, that have receivers, have a quarterback, whatever, where you can be a complimentary. I think he's a really, really good complimentary piece. Yeah. Problem is here... He's kind of your only like consistent piece. He's, he's oh, one of your few c- consistent. Certain weeks, depending on who's been in and out of the lineup, he's yeah. been your best of the five available playmakers. And he sneaky took a beating the other day and kept getting up. He took a couple big hits. He did get hit pretty hard, um, yeah. That was, I believe, it was the most catches he's ever had in a half in his career in the first half. Now it kind of slowed in the second half it like did. the rest of the offense. Most of it did. Um, but no, Hunter Henry, I think he's been really good. Again, I'll, I'll say it, I thought, what I thought he was going to be when he got here and what he is are two different things in terms of leadership and attitude. I thought he was kind of a dink. He came off as kind of a hardo, what, kind of San a Diego? frat boy. Okay. I don't even know private. I don't even know what I thought. You didn't of even him. know him. You didn't even I know didn't. The guy. I judged him from afar and I learned a lesson. Yeah, Seems did. like a good dude. Seems like a good, solid, down to earth dude. Yep. Good professional, good teammate, yep. supportive of Mac, but then transitioned with. Zappy, like yep. I think that can be dicey at times. Like, sure. oh, I'm a Mac guy. I supported him. He defended Mac, but now he's a guy that like, Zappy can rely on. He's going to roll with yeah. whoever's out there. So uh, everything that Hunter Henry has done this year, I think he deserves praise for. I will flip the other side of the ball. Go ahead, please. And a guy I mentioned earlier that yeah, you stumbled all over the answer. Who the best mm, Patriots defensive player is? I, I believe it's Christian Barmore. Yeah, I believe he has developed into a consistent, dominant versatile piece of that defensive front. The interception that uh, Marte Mapu had was because yeah, pressure I just, from I didn't he Barmore. Played nope. that. Okay. What? No, okay. No, but, but this week I did. This week he showed up. <laughs> okay. Keep Saved it positive. It. Saved it. Um, but Christian Barmore is a force, double teams. Um, 
I know you didn't want to hear from him today, but Demarcus Covington talked, and he <laughs> talked about how Barmore yeah. has been healthy all year, has been consistent, has been improving. Yeah. He is definitely, in my mind, a centerpiece guy. I know they have decisions they probably need to make first, like who the GM is, who the coach is. GM, coach, quarterback, I would go just slightly above D-line. But, but I'd also like to sign him. And once they figure so, that out, figure out whether you're going to hand this guy, I don't know what's going to take, $80 million, whatever yeah. you're going to have to hand this guy probably as a develop. And he may he may realize he's an ascending talent, too, and be like, I, I might want better. to see what right. let's wait and see what Chris Jones gets and then I'll take yeah. his, you know, cast off ninety percent. But like it goes back to what we were talking about with the Red Sox earlier. Guess what? If you want really good players, you're gonna have to pay yep. a lot of money. That's and you just, might have to happens. overpay to keep them early, to like keep yeah. them entrenched early. Uh but Christian Barmore every week, every single week, and you can't run on this team. I'll roll this into a second one. Sorry to steal your opportunity. Yeah, man, I'm chomping at the bit to get to some more positive ones. You so. cannot run on the New England Patriots, and a part of that is Christian Barmore and his yeah. dominance inside. There's other guys, Devon Godshaw and Bentley, and I think Anthony Jennings has done a nice job setting the edge at times, tackles for a loss. But Christian Barmore is a – I think he's the closest thing you've had to Richard Seymour in New England since you know, wow, Richard Seymour. Race. I'm as a Hall of Famer. Dude, and so I, versatile, you know, I like athletic, Barmore a lot. size, yeah. the whole thing. Well, and there's also two different categories when you're talking about guys that you want back versus like guys that you'd take back because you know certain guys under contract, you can't get 53 new players. But is he that. a tentpole? He's a guy you want back. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think he is. Like build around, expect him. Now, I hope he can stay healthy and consistent, and that's always the fear. Um, he had that knee issue last year that kind of limited him, slowed him, but... He's a guy I think you build around because we've talked about it before. Now is not the appropriate mm-hmm. time to revisit it. But who are you building around on this team? There's few and far between. Yeah, Barmore no, should be one of them. It's not. It's not too many of them. That's for sure. Uh, Bailey Zappi first half. <laughs> Bailey Zappi was good in the first half once again, and it was fun to watch. You Seventeen know, of nineteen, I believe. Yeah, that's pretty damn good. And uh, you know the highlight we played coming out. It's a big play. It's fourth down, and later on in the game, you'd find out that they were terrified of fourth down. Wouldn't go for it, but fourth and one. And rather than trying like a failed tush push or, you know, like just doing the really conservative play to Zeke and seeing if he can pick it up, they actually went for it, threw it in the yep. end zone. It was a it was well defended by Kansas yep. City and yet good throw, good catch, and he got a touchdown. So you reward the players for like literally going for it. Not just the decision to go for it on fourth down, but the actual play call itself. Like I love that whole thing. I may be going to this one a little too early in this segment. This may have been later in the segment, but yeah. my guy Kevin Harris. See that touchdown run? That was a good run. Big old yeah. thighs, big old biceps. <laughs> yeah. Like, dude fills out a uniform. He really dude does. Dude looks like that a is... power back in the NFL. That's for sure. And you know I like him. You know yeah, I've been sure. wanting to see him get an opportunity. Maybe the only person that likes Kevin Harris. <laughs> I kind of feel that way sometimes. <laughs> I haven't heard much um, else. But he showed you a little something-something there, a little yeah. spark, because they yeah. didn't run the ball great. Zeke didn't have a great day. They didn't move the ball great on the ground. No. But uh, Kevin Harris gets you in the end zone. Yep. No, that is true. Uh, Bryce, he's got guns. Did I mention he's got guns? He's got guns. Yeah, I don't know if that's guns. valuable at all yeah, for a running back. Don't bring him to the airport, Jack Jones. Oh, cheap shot. Oh, listen. It's positive Patriots right Jack now. Jack Jones, he's formerly wore number 13, now worn by, what's his last name? First name? Rourke. Oh, Nathan Rourke's 13? Must be a Marino fan. Yeah, maybe. Uh, no, actually, I think I read that he was a fan of Brett Favre growing up. Well, he was number four. Right. That's taken, Maybe though, he just by took whatever Zap jersey man. they he gave can't, him. He probably wanted four, but they're like, sorry, our starting quarterback wears four. His <laughs> our name is four now starter. <laughs> well, that's kind of what it is. A keep, it, keep, well, keep it a positive. positive. Um, Hello? Bryce Behringer, good punter. 
I feel like he's a fallback on he is. this at all. Well, so this How is about first half Devontae Parker. First half Devontae Parker. He had like five sure. or six catches in the first half. Yeah. He was rolling right along. All right. And then he, like the rest of the offense, stopped rolling. Uh, they, he certainly did. Petered out. So this is something I was thinking of. And this is, I guess, kind of positive. So Bryce Beringer, if the Patriots continue in this path that they are on, right? Like they're going to be like a three-win team this year. Who knows how quickly they will turn things around. I remember always laughing at my Buffalo Bills friend, uh, who was a fan of the Bills, and he was talking about, like, in their pro shop one year, I think the only jersey they sold was Brian Mormon, their punter. Oh. It was like, or maybe it wasn't the only one, but it was, like, the predominantly yep. displayed one. And, like, if you clicked on, like, NFL.com and you went to each team and they would, like, have one on there, it was their punter, Brian Mormon, who was a good punter. But, you're like, any time, and we used to always make fun when Bill would, at his press conference, talk about the opposing team. Johnny Hecker's a weapon. He would hype up the kickers or a special More teams player. down in New like, Orleans. Oh, boy, yeah. Their weapons, this, that, and the other thing. And I'm like, man, if they don't turn this thing around quick, if they don't hit on that draft pick, if they don't, you know, say they win one more game and they pick fifth and they don't get Caleb Williams or Drake May or Marvin Harrison, and then it's just, like, another guy, or they draft a tackle. Joe or something. Alt. Yeah, they draft big Joe Alt. Like, you could see Bryce Beringer jerseys well, sooner rather than later. He, he is a good punter. And last I checked, he was second in the Pro Bowl voting, I believe. He so was their that's closest all it to a Pro Bowl. I think that's what it was. Like Mormon was like their only Pro Bowler for a yeah. while, so it was almost like, well, we kind of have to promote this guy. And they're going to lose some or potentially lose some. Like Kyle Duggar. If Duggar and Hunter were gone. Yeah. Um, What's Ramondre's- the highest-selling jersey, you think, for the Patriots right now? Probably. I saw Mac Jones at the store. It was 50% off. I would say Mac maybe based early in the year. Yeah, by default, Mac. Like in the summer, maybe you yeah. thought Mac was back with Billy O'Brien and you bought some Mac jerseys. But like over the last two weeks when, you know, Christmas Hanukkah shopping kind of ramps up. None. They don't have one. No. And also the modern um, kid is more open to I just want star jerseys. Oh, I agree with that. Yeah, just definitely the best jerseys around the league. I would say, like, Christian Gonzalez and Matt Judon would have had a chance, but they've been kind of yeah. out of sight, out of mind. Like, those are good jerseys. Like, and if you're a kid, like, a Gonzalez jersey sweet, but... And I think yeah. parents are also hesitant because they know, like, a Judon is here. How long is he going to yeah. be here? Or Ramondre, how long is he going to be here? There, there's yeah. It's tough. It really is tough. Barmore... I guess, but he's a D lineman, not as my, popular. My David Givens jersey had a very short shelf life. I think I got that he was early. Good, though. He was great, but I don't think he was on the team very long, is my, what I'm no, saying. No, and that's the risk you run. Yeah. And that's why you are almost better off these days buying the true superstar that no matter what, you can wear forever and be like, oh, I remember when he was awesome, like yeah. AJ Brown or whatever. Well, I, yeah, like if you go into all these stores, I was at the mall the other day, like trying to do shopping the best I could and like popping into some of those sporting goods stores. You definitely see more Mahomes, Kelsey. Oh, yeah. It's a different time. It's players. not you, yeah. you, you don't just wear your yeah. team's jersey, which is like, fine. I'm fine with my that. My son is it. trying to get one for all 32 teams. Like that's his goal. That's a good goal. And he's well on his way. Is he really? I man? heard you say that on on yeah. Six Rings, I believe it was, the he, other day. That's pretty cool. He, he has put one together for every a Christmas team or like list. He's trying to. Wow. He put together a Christmas list that listed another, like, 14 jerseys, a specific one he wanted from each team. Let me ask you this. Now, this is, uh, is it just present players, or would he be good with, present. like, a throwback? Oh, he wants all present players. Yeah, he, like, he, he picked a player on each team. Like an active player on each team. Yep. Wow. It's good to have goals. And I got to think he's probably close to halfway yeah. through the league. Wow. Including gotta, older I need, ones. I need a pick. You need to, you need to 
lay these all out on the floor yeah, and I can see I, a uh, Maybe I after Christmas it. we'll do that. I like it. And again, some of them are like, he's got like a Baker Mayfield Browns jersey. Counts. Or that's fine. You know, there's a few. Doesn't I think he have Gronk Bucks? He's got Gronk Bucks. He's but that's got still within the last couple Adams of years. Packers. He's got. Yeah, but it's not like he has Barry Sanders. No, no, no. Like, it's all in his lifetime. Guys, he's seen play. Guys, he got excited about it. Very Like, I think he's got a Kyle Pitts jersey. Well, they can't all be winners, right? How much is an NFL jersey these days? A lot. Well, there's three tiers. Yeah, there's a ton. And they've, he has kind of suckered Santa into shopping in the second tier now, not the lowest tier. Well, and I well, will admit, I mean, he sold me on radio it. Star. The, the second tier is much nicer. It's like, oh, yeah, you're getting back It's for got your buck the there. embroidered team logo, the embroidered swoosh. You it's got find, the NFL neck. It's, yeah, it's called like a fuse jersey, I think. You can find Nike some fuse. on uh, on sale every once in a while. Oh, good deals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can get deals on them. Uh, especially if you're an American Express user for, through <laughs> Fanatics. Is that right? They uh, all year long basically give you 20 bucks back every time you spend 100 bucks. So you buy a jersey and they give you 20 bucks off. Plus, jersey. I'm looking at, like, if you just go to, like, the NFL shop, I yep. think it's, like, 30% off right now. Sometimes the jerseys are excluded. Like, okay. they... they Pick and choose which ones they include. But like Stiz, I'm looking at this one. It's 130 bucks out yeah, the door. Yeah, that's what I'm seeing. Wow. Out the door. I feel like so that's like the 50, lower level one. When we were kids. The lower, the 170 is the one that the freaking spoiled kids want. <laughs> Man, you must have to scroll a long way. So this is just NFL.com or no NFL shop, and then I just clicked on jerseys. Yeah. So oh, you, you're going to see how far you have to scroll to get to a Patriot. Yeah. You you might not. Yeah, I might not. I'm a, I'm this is my jersey test. This is when you know you don't have star players, you don't have good players, you don't have young players. The jersey test. What jersey would you buy? What would you plunk 180 bucks down right now? I mean, I see a Ray Lewis one on here. That's, a, that's not fair. He doesn't play anymore. Oh, well, that's not fair either because Brady and Gronk were pretty good. <laughs> they have a Dallas Cowboys custom jersey. So just fill oh, out your own is, name ahead of like time. AI algorithms. Joe Flacco Browns is on here before it's I got already to available. It. Yeah, yeah. All right, so they're not on the whole entire first page. Now th- this is weird because they're mixing in throwbacks, but I just I have it separated by like top sellers, and then it's seventy two per page. Look at Tommy DeVito's on there. Scroll down, scroll down. There's a lot of different versions of the same guy. Still, Zay Flowers whoa, getting some whoa, whoa, love. Was that? that wasn't a Patriot. No, that was Jason Kelsey. I it was Edelman. And Justin Tucker, the kicker. That hurts, huh? DJ Moore, Jordan Love, Dalvin wow. Cook's brother. Oh, Bo Jackson, you'd be happy with that one. You know what this is like? Sad. When I was a kid and you used to have to order things through those catalogs for NFL teams, yeah. and they would tell you which teams are available, and the Patriots were never one of the teams oh. that were available. Like, 0-1 is the Cowboys, 0-2 is the Bengals, 0-3 is this, and the Patriots were never available. Man. Sucked. Yeah, wow. They're not on here, man. It's tough being a Patriots <laughs> fan. Oh, here we go, Christian Gonzalez. And I think that's a dangerous jersey, sneaky. You know why? Why? Because I think when Bill Belichick is canned, he's going to switch to number zero, so that jersey will be out of date. I don't think. Oh, Bill that's would let a take. Zero. I don't hate that. I think Bill kept him from being zero. Yeah, but at least he was on there. Take that. He was somewhere lower third page, and again, there's seventy-two well, best, per page. Best yeah. young player, and it was the red one. The red one looks nice. It's a sweet jersey. That's a great jersey. Jerseys are better than the team. Anyway, we have, that was your uh, positive Patriots. We have Grab Bag coming up on the Rich Keefe Show with Andy Harper. Right now, here's Stiz with What's Trending. Your home of the Sox. Now, here's What's Trending on WEEI. Here's What's Trending now on WEEI and WEEI.com. With about seven minutes left in the third period, the Minnesota Wild have just tied the game. 
at two apiece. Minnesota Wild, two Boston Bruins, two. All tied up. Celtics on the road for the start of a four-game series out west as they face the Warriors tonight at the Chase Center in San Francisco. Tip-off in less than an hour at 10 p.m. Chris Stapps, Porzingis out as well as Luke Cornett. Warriors also without Draymond Green, who's serving a suspension that's expected to have him out for at least the next three weeks. Patriots getting ready for their next game against the Broncos in Denver Sunday afternoon. From Field Yates earlier today on Twitter, the Patriots have placed J.C. Jackson on the reserve non-football illness list and signed running back Kevin Harris from the practice squad. The Patriots also announced yesterday that they've claimed quarterback Nathan Rourke off waivers from the Jacksonville Jaguars. Patriots offensive coordinator Bill O'Brien spoke with the media earlier today. He was asked if there's any chance of seeing Mac Jones on the field again. I think everybody's got to be ready to play, especially in, in the situation that we're in. I really do. I, I think that everybody has to be ready to go. I, I definitely, and you know, I know that you've heard that from Bill, but that that's the truth. Like you, you have to be ready to go because if you practice really well, you're, you're, you're going to have a real shot to play. I'm Stiz. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. More Rich Keefe Show coming up. Remember, you can listen to WEI on your smart speaker. Just say, play 93.7 WEI. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on WEI. Back here on the Rich Keefe Show with Andy Hart, WEEI. If you missed any of the program, you can check out the Rich Keefe Show podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Get every hour broken down. You can listen to it at your leisure. But right now, it's time for Graphic. It's time for Graphic. Uh, that's right. All the stories we couldn't get to in the first three plus hours of the program, we get to now in grab bag. And how about the Boston Celtics are in action late tonight? They got the old West Coast trip taking on the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, a Warriors team that has not been very good. Ooh. Even uh, they've won back to back games. They are still outside the top ten in the Western Conference. Meanwhile, the Celtics, who are a perfect fourteen and zero at home. Are a very mortal six and five on the road. So, uh, what are you looking forward to on this uh, trip, if anything? Uh, I like the energy of this team. I yeah. know everybody was making a big deal about Joe Missoula the other night and he, the way he was celebrating, and and not just because he was sort of celebrating my guy JB and the no. way he played to right. close out that game. Yep. But um, I, I do. I think this team. I think Porzingis has a, an interesting energy to him. I don't think I knew how uh, playful, positive. Like, he's got an interesting personality. He fits in really well. Yeah, Yeah. and I'm intrigued. Even um, to some degree, the way Peyton Pritchard has played and, like, picked his spots and had these games, I kind of am developing a little faith in him or um, Cornette, Hauser. Like, there's the role players, the way they're Well, I'll tell you what, I kind of like Hauser only because he's going to trust him. Well, yes. Now, I don't think you're... No, I mean, to... like, big game, big spot. Well, no, but I don't think he's going to be in a big game, big oh, spot. Oh, I think there will be a time this year where he takes a three that matters significantly. All right, in, like, a big regular season game or a big playoff I don't game? Know. Okay. Because... Somewhere along the line, I'm telling you, you're going to live and die with a Hauser three. So I think you'll... You, if somebody gets... One of their top six gets hurt, then yes, I think that will happen with Hauser. Like, I think he's going to... Take some They're minutes, hit some hurt. threes. They are seemingly I mean, always Porzingis hurt. But in the playoffs, though. questionable tonight, I believe, with that calf. But if 
Uh, yeah, I gotta double check, but he's yeah. out. He's out, according to Stiz. Right. We don't listen. He's not. No, we don't. Got to f and listen. In the trending. Who's in the trending? But think about it. if Hauser after he ran the open again. If the uh, when the trade deadline comes up and you're looking around, you're like, all right, who do you want them to add? If somebody was shooting whatever percentage Hauser is from three, we'd be saying, oh, that guy, bring that guy in. Yeah, so, like they have him. Like sure. they, have, they have a no, guy. No, I agree. That can knock down some. Threes. But that doesn't mean that guy's ready to hit a big shot at a no, big time. That's fair. Um, but no, and and I noticed I sent you a story, mm-hmm. and one of the stories surrounding this team is how yep. well Jalen Brown is playing, and somehow we've gotten three quarters, seven eighths of the way through the show, and we, we haven't a lot found time to talk about Jalen Brown being good. But when Jalen Brown stinks. Rich Keefe's ready to rip all over Jalen Brown, and he can't go left, and he bumbles the ball, and he turns it over, and he takes bad shots and all these things. But when he's rolling, and he's got assists out the wazoo, and they're winning because the way he's playing, and they're closing games because the way he's playing, it's funny, he gets pushed to the side and barely makes grab bag. We only have a four-hour show. There is a possum in a Christmas tree. (laughs) There was a lot of stuff we had to get to, so I apologize. I'll get it, honey. It must be grab bag. But you're right. Read uh, our guy Terp's article on uh, Jalen Brown. Yes. No, you didn't. I read the headline. It says he's playing great. He has a lot of good numbers in there, yeah. trends yeah. for Jalen Brown, uh, assist totals. There's a lot of good stuff in there. All right. That's something good to and watch. And I, if you recall, and you yeah. won't. I won't. Because this is what you do. Yep. You people. Okay. I'm going to treat you like I treat Fitzy. I'll say this. Um, yeah, go ahead. You... I said I think he's going to diversify his game. His scoring will be down, but I think he's going to do things in other ways. Scoring, and he's doing it. Scoring down, rebounding down, assists the same, field goal percentage down. Is that on the totality of the year or the recent success? The season. Yeah, 24 yeah. games. He started a little slow. All right. Okay. He even, felt even a little you. bit of the pressure of a... Sixty million dollars. Here comes the draft. This guy just moves on. Grab, I'd say grab, we were done. Back, 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 back. Grab, grab, grab. We gotta move. Hey, John Morant's back. Shooters got to shoot. <laughs> Shooters got to shoot. John Morant and the Grizzlies. I hear he's gunning for the rest of the West. The Grizzlies suck. They are six and nineteen. So uh, Marcus Smart hasn't brought any magic to the Grizz. Well, he's been hurt too, right? Yes, he has. Yeah, he's not playing. That's a cheap shot. Uh, the Pelicans. Are leading the Grizzlies currently ninety three eighty one in the fourth quarter. John Morant twenty points, four rebounds, seven assists. So he's back. He's taking a lot of shots. Yes, he is. Has he been gunning from yep. the first quarter to he the has. end of the game? Yes, he has. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a grab back. Bruins update. They are currently trailing the Minnesota Wild three two late in the game, which is not good for my Boston parlay or anybody else who took the Boston parlay. Thought they would. Get the win, and that uh, may not be the case. It's not over. No, it's not. No, it is not. That's a good Nothing point. is over. It's beginning to look a lot like grab bag. I'll tell you what, last night, Monday Night Football, I still think they made a mistake flexing out the Patriots Chiefs because all the storylines, the Taylor Swift angle, like all of that, but you ended up getting a very competitive game, and you got a uh, comeback by the Seattle Seahawks to beat the Philadelphia Eagles. And I'll tell you, in the postgame, that Drew Locke comes across very likable. He and Geno Smith, very similar, like in their career arcs, if you will. What were they doing to each other to celebrate from afar? I don't know. Is that a Superman? Was that like thing? a Superman? I don't know. If I didn't Superman. understand. I it. didn't either. I didn't okay. get the follow up on that. It was something, but they both were in sync with that. Oh, yeah. And Geno's hurt, didn't play. But like, it seemed genuine. That he couldn't have been happier for Drew Locke in that moment. Very rare. And I think it's human nature. I don't even blame a lot of quarterbacks. 
hard for one quarterback to really root for the other. Oh, unless yeah. there's like a big game. Unless it's Brian Hoyer and Tom Brady. It's very difficult when there's like a competition at that spot in particular. Only one guy can play, you know. I do know that. Unless you're Steve Spurrier and you want to trot him out every other play. It's a visor guy, so I'll support him. But uh, Drew Locke gets the win. Seattle's playoff hopes stay alive. And Geno Smith, Drew Locke, kind of a cool story. Like a really cool story, actually. Um, And I would say, if you haven't seen it yet, go on Twitter and find the Lisa Salter interview with Drew Locke. Um, He's very, it's a a little extended. He's emotional. Even to the point where, turn your mic on. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's what he said. He he said something to the effect like, you know, human nature, you start to wonder if you're still that guy and if you can still do it. And it's only one night. I'm not saying like, no, it go buy a jersey, yeah. Drew Locke jersey. Do not do that. Um, but fun story. It was and, cool. And and I always say this, like we talk about it, and you do this occasionally because you, you got a youthfulness to you. that you, you live that world. Thank you. Where you say like somebody sucks and they're trash. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were were actually giving me a compliment there. Um, And we say, like... I don't think I've ever said anybody's trash. You have, absolutely. All right. The third preseason game. trash. Nick Ritchie, former Bruin, great trash. But they're not. They were great until they reached this level. And, like, that was special for Drew Locke. Even though a lot of America was probably like, oh, another backup quarterback I got to watch on a prime time. Oh, and Hurts is sick and this whole thing. Yep. And that's why this. That's why sports are cool. That's why yeah, I'm with you, you know networks pay billions. And even though you didn't think that was a great game, whatever you watched the finish and that throw and that play and then the interview, it's cool. That's why. That's why you watch sports. Ah, oh, come on, Bruins didn't score. Nope. Oh yeah, they did, bud. Yeah, they did, bud. got run over by a grab bag. Uh, Matt Patricia, how about this? This came out on Sunday. Jay Glazer had it, but Matt yeah. Patricia is now essentially the de facto D coordinator. They didn't fire their D coordinator, but Patricia, who was like a advisor, like another one of these roles, he's calling defensive plays now for oh, Philly yeah. and giving up the game at the end. Sure did, <laughs> sure did. Um, and I like Matt Patricia. I don't want to take pot shots at him, but um, that guy's been through enough. Great, not a great end for his first game. Weird situation though. Nice catch too by very Smith nice. and Jigba. But I don't feel like you generally see that significant of a shakeup on a team that was ten and three heading into last night. Yeah, they weren't long ago where they had the best record in football or tied for the best record in football. So like that was interesting to me that they made that decision. But my buddy who's an Eagles season ticket holder, I was texting with him about it and uh I was like, Good luck and he was like, Can't be worse. Like they he didn't like the other guy. They had so. ten wins. Yeah, but I don't think Am I not all... paying close enough attention? I, I like... guess not. I guess they have a like great D line. I did hear talk about they had become um, watching one of those, whether it was Orlovsky. Yeah. Yeah. Like they had certain tells where they would run the exact same defense. Can't there would be it. like no, no post snap movement, no, you know, trying to f- trick the quarterback. It was like line up and play. Mm-hmm. For it's one, two, three strikes, you're out at the old grab bag. Every once in a while on the grab bag, we do a This Day in Sports. How about 13 years Where ago were you? today, if you were watching the Patriots, you saw this. 15-7. Bouncing ball fielded at the 25. Oh, you got to be kidding Oh, me. look at this. This is Dan Connolly, the right <laughs> guard. The right guard. Still going to the four-yard line. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Hey, Dan, what's your career highlight? Oh, <laughs> unreal. 
Dan Conley puts two hands on this football from the first moment saying, all right, as soon as somebody hits me, nobody, nobody hit me there. No, it didn't happen. But remember what Mike McCarthy told us. He said all the injuries we've had on defense, the biggest issue. We- Amazing. Amazing. Dan though. Conley. Dan, <laughs> Dan Conley. You kick it a little short. You're not going to have the true return guy get it. Usually they tell the big fellows just to maybe take a knee. But nope, Dan Conley. And he was the- ready to go down. Yes, and then I like, like, kept going, kept going, kept going. Well, like, if you're not going to stop me, I'm not going to stop. I thought he was going to score. Like, that was so cool. It would have been awesome if he had scored. Kind of needed. I mean, it was awesome in its, it's own right. It's still very memorable, yeah. even without the score. But, but the but score puts it over the top. It would have, yeah, for sure. Crab <laughs> bag. Well, no surprise, but Aaron Rodgers has sort of put an end to the comeback talk. He was on yeah. McAfee. He said he doesn't feel 100%, so he's not going to push it. But when the Jets get eliminated from the playoffs, I think that was kind of an obvious thing. But that is the worst news ever for the Patriots on two levels. Def- definitely. They hear you could screw up your season by beating the Jets in the finale, which screws up your draft pick next April. And then, oh, by the way, not that I would wish ill on anybody, but if he came back too early, he gets hurt. Maybe he doesn't play next year. You can leapfrog frog the Jets. The Jets are now going to be a Super Bowl contender next year if he doesn't get hurt. Like, I firmly believe that. They're a Super I, Bowl contender with him at quarterback. Yeah, I agree. And there's also a chance that, including your game, they could lose out. And right now the Jets are scheduled to pick seventh, but it's super muddied there, and they could easily pick fourth. And you know what that means? They, they could be like Marvin the Harrison Bengals Jr. that year when Joe Burrow got hurt. They yes. got Jamar Chase, and it sets them up. So it's bad. Whoever news. it is, yeah, it's maybe bad. it's Bowers. Would he fit in on that offense with Garrett Wilson I'd... and Brees Hall? And and so they're going to get a player better than a team of their overall collective talent should get. Yeah, that I... that's a kick in the old cojones. When Bills coaching, it's going to be really bad. <laughs> and just when it's. Just from the entertainment aspect of it, which we keep going back to with the Patriots, if you said, hey, Aaron Rodgers is in the last game and you get to see him coming off yeah. the kill, like, oh, hell yeah, let's get a look at it. But no, not happening. It's a grab bag. So there's a whole back and forth on Tommy DeVito, of course, the uh, the quarterback du jour for the New York Giants and uh, was the star of Monday Night Football two weeks ago. It was not so hot against the Saints on Sunday. But there was a story that he was going to do a signing and like appearance. an appearance at a pizza place in New Jersey. Come on down, see the latest in Italian sensation, and Tommy it's, DeVito. It's a bit of a he said, he said at this point. But apparently what the story was is they had agreed upon $10,000 for him to show up, sign a bunch of autographs, yep. hang out, whatever. Then he played really well on Monday Night Football. People were talking about it. And apparently the price went to twenty grand. Dink move. And then he wasn't going to go at all because the pizza place came out and was like, listen, 10 was already pushing it. We can't do 20, so sorry he's not coming. And then uh, Stiletto, the agent, was like, well, we never agreed upon 10. And it was like a whole back and forth. And then the other, they had receipts. They basically had they the back and forth of, correct. you agreed to, to 10 because there was like it was. 90 minutes, 250 autographs, something like that. Like it was all kind of mapped out. Now, I, I agree with the agent. You didn't have a written contract, but... Apparently, you're not a man of your word. Right, yeah. Well, it's like Jerry, uh, not Jerry McGuire, but uh, Bob Sugar was not a man of his word. But you know who needs to be a man of his word? Who's that? A guy like DeVito who goodwill will carry you for years after I, you're out. Because guess what? This isn't going to last long. No, we know not. that. We no, all not. know this isn't going to last long. 
You need as many people to still love you and have good feelings about you down the road when you're selling cars, when right. you're pushing pizza, but, whenever you do. So, doing. update to the story. Yes, he did show up at the, was it Giuliano's, Giuliano's? Yeah, Dig, something like that. So, he ended up showing up, and so hopefully kind of a no harm, no foul well, situation Well, yeah, but it's a little bit of a, yeah, a fake, bit. like, make good. It's like a let's see what happens next kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Thanks for calling the Rich Keefe Show. You have selected Grab Bag. There's a new teaser out today for a Adam Sandler drama that'll be coming to Netflix on March 1st called Spaceman, where wow, he goes to space. That sounds interesting. <laughs> what is it? What's, what's it about? Well, it's actually kind of an interesting. Uh, let me get you the synopsis. Netflix for it. is just like, here, Adam, do whatever you want. Uh, Spaceman. I kind of liked that Halloween movie. Hubie. Um, yeah, I kind of liked it. Hubie Halloween? Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, the IMDb says, uh, let's see, whatever Adam Sandler's character's name, Jacob, uh, orphaned as a boy and raised in the Czech countryside by his grandparents, overcomes his odds to become the country's first astronaut. They need to do better than that. I'm but- not. <laughs> I'm not feeling it. No, not feeling it, dog. I don't know if that's good. And I like Adam Sandler. Like I've watched a lot of Adam Sandler movies. I enjoy them. Dramas, non-dramas, comedies, dramas, the originals, the whole thing. Smoke that. But right, that didn't hook me. All right, so it says, uh, six months into a solitary research mission to the edge of the solar system, an astronaut realizes that the marriage he left behind might not be waiting for him when he returns to Earth. Oh, you dirty trick. But then I believe he ends up talking to like somebody like out there, like an AI voice or something. I think it might be a drama and a sci-fi. Uh. Adventure thriller actually is what's even being referred to as thriller. Wow, not in on that. I mean, I'll check it out. I, I, I mean, I, I could so sell it better, but that's what IMDb said. Hey, Halma, guess what? It's time for grab bag. Uh, new, oop, forgot that about is that. Disgusting. It's not good. We should drop that. But new yes. dork episode out right now on the Odyssey app, wherever you get your podcast. Okay. Davey and I saw Godzilla minus one, the new Godzilla movie. Awesome. Was it awesome? <laughs> Okay. Doesn't it have the other one in it, too? No. Oh, you're thinking of Godzilla Kong? There's another one of those coming out. No, this is a Japanese movie, so it is entirely oh, okay. in subtitles. Two hours of subtitles, but also <sighs> a lot of reading. sweet monster action. Okay. Great Godzilla and really good human story, which normally you don't get in monster shows. Okay. Usually you're like, all right, let's cut to the chase here, but the, the it was a it was really good. I loved it. Yeah, because no, I saw the trailer just the other day for the Godzilla other one. Kong. Yeah, yeah, that's a different one. Now is that a the Kong Skull Island? Yes, I believe that's all Kong together. World? I believe so. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Godzilla King of the Monsters. I kind of liked that one. Those were good. Yeah, yeah, those were good. There's multiples. Yeah, I think I only saw the first one. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll catch you up. There's a few. I think the Godzilla that came out in 2014 is a part of that universe, not the one from Matthew Broderick. Where uh, Puff Daddy and Jimmy Page had a track on the old soundtrack. I don't think I saw that one. All right. Uh, well, speaking the, of, it was a recent Godzilla too, right? Yes, like there was. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. They're, they're all that. That's what we're done. Okay, the Skull Island okay, okay. world and I going apologize. on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> side note: Since you brought up uh, universes, yeah, yeah. Um, reaction to the dude getting canned. Let's do from, that next. Oh, because we got to run. We got to run. We're, we're we're up against it. Let's just eleven. What? Yeah, hell yeah. Let's, let's never leave. Bust out the eggnog. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, I'm having another eggnog. All right. I'll give you my thoughts on the, what the MCU does next, and we'll wrap up the show uh, coming up here on WEI. 
If you missed any of our Patriots Monday and Friday interviews, go back and listen on the podcast anytime. Just subscribe to the Rich Keefe Show on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on WEEI. Frosty the snowman was a jolly happy soul. With a All right, wrapping things up here on the Rich Keep Show with Andy Hart. Thanks for uh, tuning in tonight. If you missed any of the show, you can check out the podcast, the Rich Keep Show, on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your pods. Let's just uh, close up a couple of things. One, we were talking about the Godzilla universe. So the current MonsterVerse is the American films, the Godzilla movie that came out in 2014, followed by Godzilla King of the Monsters. I believe that was the one where they destroyed Fenway Park. Then Godzilla versus Kong and Godzilla, uh, the new one that you're talking about that's called, like, the New Empire. Wait, which one was Skull Island? Oh, that's the Kong movie. Yeah, that's in there, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just talking about Godzilla movies. But, yeah, yeah, Kong's in there, too. So that's, like, sort of their five. They're all American ones. They're all tied together. But this, the one that I saw is Godzilla Minus One, which is a Japanese movie, and it was... What does Minus One mean? So I think it has something... It must be... I don't know if it's lost in translation or not, but basically it's like a prequel. They used Google Translate no, but and just like, went with it. Yeah, like that's what they call it, but it's like, so it's not the first one. Like, so in whatever their universe is, it's like minus one, so it's like sort of like a prequel. Uh, okay, I it like it. It kind of makes sense, right? I like it. Yeah. When you t- I, I thought it was like Godzilla minus his buddy or something, but I didn't like the movie name. Oh, no, I makes think sense. like just where it is in their yeah, arc. Yeah, we, we took a step back. Okay. By the way, the Boston Parlay, <laughs> done. Bruins losing a shootout to the wild. I've lost a number of games in a row here on the old bet du jour. Oh, you stink. Uh, all right, so you asked me about the Jonathan Majors news. So Jonathan yes. Majors was Majors news. It was Majors news. And so he is out at MCU making a, a lot of uh, news because he was in uh, the Loki TV show season one and season two, and he's an Ant-Man Quantumania the movie, and he was going to be like the big bad. He's going to be like right. Thanos going forward. They were even calling the next Avengers movie Avengers Kang Dynasty. <laughs> They're now calling it Avengers 5. And then there's like a new director and probably a whole new story. They could call it Avengers minus one. But they the really, minus would be the villain. Now this guy turns out he's a piece of crap. Like if like if what they're saying is true, it turns out he's a bad guy. They want to move on from him. They have done like actor swaps in the past, never for somebody that important. But Terrence Howard was the first War Machine in Iron Man one. Oh yeah, and then it was Don Cheadle for the next like thirty movies. Yep, I remember that. So you could switch him out. Ed Norton was the Incredible Hulk. Oh yeah, and then here comes Mark Ruffalo, and they're like. Yeah. So they could just make like a throwaway line that like, oh, Kang looks different. Or like <laughs> Kang knew that we were on to him, so he changed his appearance and hire somebody else and have him play all the variants and just go from there. Or like, I guess just scrap it and like find another big villain like Dr. Doom who they haven't no, used yet. In the no, 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 no. You don't want to do that? You, I, I think you just find a guy that looks like him. Because it is a cool story. It's a yeah. cool character and like, yeah. I would have no problem. I mean, it happens on like soap operas all the time. All the like time. they just swap out characters. They swapped out Aunt Viv's and Fresh Prince. Next thing yeah. you know, boom, that's a brand new Aunt Viv. Happens all the time. Yeah, so swap I just them swap, out, swap, stick with it. Swap, swap out the actor. What a dumbass. Career taken off and Oh, I know the guy was in a lot of stuff. And like if you're in the, you're in like two Marvel movies, you're set for life. And he was gonna be in like he ten of them. Probably already is set for life. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Dink. All right, that'll do it for us. That was a good show. Tuesday night. Yeah, I would. I would agree. Fast, fast pace. Uh, humming, humming. Holiday. Some appro- inappropriate things were said. All right, Hart. We'll talk to you on Thursday. Right? Yes. You're still on Thursday. Yes. Stiz, hell of a job. Yes. We're back at it tomorrow. Full tang with Fitzy. 
So everybody have a great rest of your Tuesday night. We will talk to you tomorrow at 6.